Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. You are joining us today for Fridays with Fernie, where I have my daughter who comes in and joins me for a discussion on anything at all, anything under the sun. And so sometimes she brings cases, sometimes she brings me challenges, sometimes she brings me her own challenges that she might be confronting. Fernie, welcome. What do you have on your mind today? Hello, hello, and happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Today, um, I want to bring something up that we talked about a few weeks ago. We talked about rejection. And there's this concept that practice makes perfect. So what about getting better at being rejected? I know that you have a game or a concept. I don't even know what you would call it. But it is titled The No Game. Um, So I guess it is a game. (laughs) And I want to open up the floor today and ask you about that. What's, What's it about? What do you do? What are the rules? How do you play? Okay, well, you're going to talk about the no game, and then we're going to talk about rejection a little bit more. Okay, so very, very briefly, we play the no game with our clients. How does the no game work? We ask our clients to go out and deliberately get, collect as many no's as they humanly can by asking people for things that they don't think that those people will give them. Could be anything. Hey, can you give me a lift downtown? Hey, can you give me $100? Hey, can you scratch my back? Hey, can you do the dishes for the next week? Hey, can you give me a free apple pie? Hey, can you, whatever it is, right? And the the way you win the game is by collecting as many no's as possible. Why is that the way you win the game? Because it means you're bold enough to ask often enough to get many, many no's. But what we've discovered when we ask our clients to play the no game often enough, and we've asked often enough, is that our clients end up asking for things and getting them. So instead of getting a no, they are actually sometimes, every once in a while, getting a yes. And they're blown away. They're shocked. They're surprised. They're baffled. One of my clients got 14 bottles of wine. Another for one for free. Wow. Another one got a whole bunch of cakes. Uh, and so she was shocked. She was surprised. And so the lesson is, what's the lesson? It's two lessons. One is, what do we make a no mean? Does it mean anything about us? Do we need to take it personally? Does it have to hurt us? Does it have to debilitate us? Does it, does it have to prevent us from asking again the next time? Because when we've heard no one, two, three, four, five times, does it mean that the sixth time What's the point we shouldn't bother? Or should we keep asking? And so what we really want to teach people is that getting a no doesn't have to be hurtful. It doesn't have to hurt us to our core or affect our sense of self. A no is just a no. It doesn't mean anything. But if we ask for something or things often enough, we might get very, very surprised that sometimes we'll get a yes. And here's the thing. Alan, my husband, says this all the time. If you don't ask, you will never know. You'll never get a yes if you don't ask. And so the idea is to have fun asking, not making it such a heavy lift. Play with it, turn it into a game and see how many no's you're going to get, but also see how many surprisingly yeses you're going to get. 
And so does, do you think some of this has to do with expectations? So people get disappointed when they think they're going to get a yes. But if they think they're going to get a no, then it's not as disappointing because that's what they're expecting anyway. Right. Well, when you're expecting to get a no and you get it and that's your goal, now getting a no is fun. Right. So think about it. What's my goal? My goal is to get many, many, many no's. If my goal is to get many, many no's, I'm going to ask many, many things that presumably I'm going to get a no for. But every once in a while, someone's going to give me a yes. And I'll be like, wow, I guess I just had to ask it often enough. I had to be bold enough. I had to be not afraid to ask. And so what we're doing is we're neutralizing the no, right? We're making the no not so poignant, not so impactful, not so hurtful. And at the same time, we're also boosting up a person's boldness and making them a lot more comfortable hearing the no and asking for things that are even outrageous sometimes because we do get surprised with a yes every once in a while. What's the most outrageous thing that any of your clients have asked somebody? Not not that it had to be a yes, but just the most yeah, outrageous I, question. I mean, people asked for a free vacation. People asked for um, a, a car. Uh, people asked to borrow things. People asked for all kinds of all kinds of wild things. That's fun. It is fun. But I just, I really do want to talk about uh, an interesting thing that has happened to me this past week, because it's in the realm of rejection, I would say. So for those of you who don't know, I'm on TikTok. I post a TikTok every single day. I've been doing that since December 31st, uh, 2021. I made myself a promise and I said, I'm going to post something every day, even if it's, you know, not brilliant or not so insightful. And the idea was just to get comfortable posting on TikTok to understand how it worked. So it wasn't supposed to be so uh, related to coaching or anything like that. Just post something every day. So at the beginning, I started uh, posting a question of the day because I like questions. And I thought it would be a really cool way to interact with people. I really do. (laughs) And so I started posting questions like, hey, what do you do when you can't sleep at night? How do you handle that? Do you have a strategy? Things like that. I thought that people would respond, but they really didn't. And so I thought, okay, I'll try a different strategy. And for me, it's a bit of a game in understanding human nature. What causes people to react and engage and respond? So I'm experimenting with different things. So I tried a new strategy. I tried recording my mother-in-law doing things. Well, that got a bit of a better reaction. You know, I I posted the time when she gave us uh, a big, huge bag black garbage bag as a wedding anniversary gift. And I opened it up and it turned out to be toilet paper. So I recorded that and I put it on a video. That was good. Um, But really every single day, you know, I've been getting anywhere from 300, 400, 500, 800 views, right? Like nothing huge. One day I I, uh, did a video where I was chopping green beans And I didn't even video myself, just my hands chopping those green beans. And I asked a question. The question is, do you keep that little pointy end on your green bean or do you chop it off? Lots of views, 22,000 views. I thought, wow, I'm onto something here. Maybe I should post more food videos. And so I tried doing the same thing with snow peas. I only got 300 (laughs) views. So I don't know. What's the difference between snow peas and green beans? I really don't know. TikTok algorithm. TikTok algorithm. But anyway, last week I was in Florida 
And again, every day I'm posting something. I was sitting on the beach. There's a whole bunch of seaweed in front of me, like a lot of seaweed, more than I've ever seen at that beach. And I've been at that beach for the past 25 years. So it kind of struck me as being a little unusual and a little bit more than I've ever experienced. And all of a sudden, a a yellow tractor came by to clean up the seaweed. (laughs) But I didn't call it a tractor. I called it a truck because sometimes words don't come to me so quickly. They don't come to me so easily. And so I took this video and I said, oh, look, the seaweed truck is coming. Look at all this seaweed. It's literally everywhere. And here's the seaweed truck. Thank you, seaweed truck, for cleaning up all the seaweed. And I videotaped how the seaweed truck was doing its work. And it turned out that it wasn't really picking up the seaweed, but it was kind of like turning it around, mulching it and sticking it under the the sand. And so I asked the question, is this making things better or is it just spreading it around? That was the video. I thought it was an interesting video. It wasn't political. It wasn't highly charged. It wasn't anything. But I got 191,000 views Uh -uh. and about 150 insults. Uh Talk about rejection. Can you tell us what some of the people said? Oh, my goodness. They said, you sound like a Karen. And you know what? I grew up, my best friend was Karen. And it bothers me every time I hear that. Like, Why is Karen such a terrible, horrible, awful person yeah, and why did they Susan. choose and why do they choose that name so you sound like a Karen your voice is annoying you're so entitled you're an idiot go home if you don't like the beach um on and on and on like it was endless and it still continues to go on you sound like a baby uh if you don't people- like the ocean then go to a lake um oh I, I, I have a few favorites it was a man who said my two-year-old saw this and knew that it was a tractor. The next time you go to the beach, you might want to take a picture book with you and or uh, go to a library. Like he's insulting me because I didn't say the word tractor. Every so many people corrected me for saying truck instead of tractor. And you know know what's hilarious? You look it up. A tractor is a truck, by the way. But (laughs) that's not the point. Another person said, you sound so oblivious to life. Me oblivious? I think I'm the least oblivious person I know. <laughs> right? But okay, I'm oblivious. So they just hammered me, right? One insult after the other, after the other, after the other. Some they people like swore me. at you, no? They swore at me. They called me names. Um, and and let's let's go one step further. Somebody decided to steal my identity. Yeah, that so was on, scary. On TikTok, my handle is Kim Addis. Well, somebody created a handle that was Kim.Addis. They stole my picture. They stole my videos. And then they were telling me that I was stealing their identity. It's still happening. It's still going on. Um, And so, you know, I worked, been working hard every day to post something on TikTok. And now, you know, something blows up, but I experience it with a great, great level of huge, massive level of rejection. The question is, what do I do with it? Do I feel the pain? Does it hurt me to my core? The answer is no. The answer is no. For me, I examine it as a lesson in human nature. I'm trying to learn something from it. What am I learning from it? I'm learning the power of anonymity. That if any one of these people were with me at the beach, 
they would enjoy my video. They would probably, you know, play along with me. They wouldn't have the audacity to insult me that way. Not in person, no. Not in person. But when you are hidden, it's easier to be insulting. It's easier to be hard on someone, mean. In, in my in my opinion, inappropriately mean. Yeah, definitely. And so, like, I'm still trying to figure out what to learn from this. But for me, it's a huge lesson. It's like, I want to learn about human nature. I want to learn about what causes somebody to react so strongly. What causes somebody to think it's okay to talk to any human being like that? Yeah. And let me step into a coach's role. Like, What's going on in your life to make you even think that way? Yeah, absolutely. Right. What, what beliefs do you have that make this okay? Yeah. And it's, it's really not just you. It's such a common thing, not only on TikTok, but Reddit and whatever, Quora, I don't know, all the other anonymous yeah. social media sites. People are horrible and cruel. They're cruel. Very cruel. And, and so... So some people take it very badly. Absolutely. Some people really are deeply, deeply affected by it. Mm-hmm. You know, I went back and I listened to my voice and I thought to myself, okay, so it's a little annoying. No. But, but, <laughs> but it's my voice. What am I going to do about it? But it's right? not. I can't you... trade it in. Yeah. I can't talk quietly. Right? What am I supposed to do? Right? It's my voice. It's what, it's what I was given in life. And so... Can I give it that much weight? Can I pay that much attention to it? I cannot. It's not a, a, a good thing or a healthy thing for me to do. And besides, all of these people don't know anything about me, like nothing about me. Yeah. And so it's very important for me to separate myself from this feedback, look at it with some degree of objectivity, right? Like just does any of this make sense? Does any of this ring true? Did I break a law? Did I cross a line? Did I do anything wrong? And when I decide that I'm good, I'm good. I didn't do anything wrong. I was being playful. I was being funny. I was being outrageous in saying that the the seaweed is literally everywhere, right? A little bit of exaggeration. Completely outrageous. Right? A little, a little bit of exaggeration for the purpose of fun. But if I could look at this and just sort of step back and go, what can I learn from this? What am I uh, getting out of it in terms of lessons about people, about human nature? And to be quite frank, how do I bring this to my coaching? And here's already a conversation where I'm bringing it to my coaching. How do I bring this as a topic for discussion? And we're bringing it here. But I think you also learn that controversy is the thing that gets you views. People like controversy. They like debating. If they have conflicting opinions, that's when you get a discussion. And yeah, but what is the controversy about seaweed? Good question. <laughs> right? You got me there. <laughs> Honestly. You know, sure, controversy gets discussion going. I didn't realize I was so controversial. <laughs> you know, I could be more controversial deliberately, but that was not intended to be controversial. Yeah. So the, the, my point is, my, my point is, that when people have opinions, they're really none of our business. What other people think, what other people say has nothing to do with us. 
it has everything to do with them and what they're grappling with, what they're struggling with, what their, their view of the world, what they feel comfortable doing behind the screen. What they gave me had nothing to do with what I put out on TikTok at all. It had everything to do with what's going on inside of them. And it's sad to me that there's so much anger, uh, anger so much, so much vitriol that's going on out there in the world. But it's fascinating to me. Well, I think it's really strong that you can just dismiss it and even laugh at it. Um, not everybody can do that. I know a lot of people take it to heart, like you said. And there yeah. are a lot of people on TikTok, so... A lot of people on TikTok. Of, my my question hate. is, what should I put out, put out next? What's next on my TikTok? Maybe try so, leaves. They might be just as controversial. Maybe. But hey, if you guys are listening and you have an idea for me to post on TikTok, please send them my way. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with new ideas and, uh, and I can use some help, clearly. Uh, <laughs> We're not. You know, we're you not. A lot of views, but so. the point is, the point is, the only moment that rejection matters is when we are rejecting ourselves. So when other people reject us, we get to decide how deeply it matters to us and what we do with it. And so Absolutely. a lot of times, most of the time, what other people think of us is really, truly none of our business. And that's what I have to say about that. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Good question. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to discuss my TikTok. Yeah, I know. You I, really I, uh, wanted I call to it, put that in somewhere. I know. I call it the, t- the, the seaweed saga. If anyone wants to check it out, go go check me out on TikTok. Again, and make sure Kim you Addis. get the right Kim Addis. Yeah. And make sure you uh, make me a friend and say something nice. All <laughs> right. We'll catch you next week. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. Bye.